Welcome to the Money Marketing Podcast. I'm Sam Brobeck, the Pensions Reporter at Money Marketing, and I'm joined by Henry Tapper from the Pension Playpen and Ben Cox from Altis. Welcome both. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, there are lots of new issues in pensions at the moment. There's, there's loads of issues. Um, but today we're going to talk about a slightly older issue, but an issue that's still going on. Um, former Pensions Minister Steve Webb was a big fan of the Potfollows member model, and before he was voted out, he... Um, set things in course I suppose um, and we're going to talk about whether things are still on track, where we're going to go from here and some of the issues that people have raised over the years and are still unresolved today. Um, I don't know if we can start with you Ben, just talking about you know where we are now, what the options were before the government decided to go for Potfellows Member and actually what Potfellows Member means. Okay. Um, so the original options um, from the DWP Smallpox consultation was um, Potfellows member, um, I think it's fairly obvious what that means. Um, there was an aggregator where um, the kind of uh, orphan smallpox would be moved to maybe nest as, a, as an aggregator um, and there was simply improving the, um, the pension transfer landscape. Since that original consultation new ideas have come up. There's um, the scheme follows member, whereby um, a, a member chooses one pension for life and employers um, put all their money in it. And there's also the pension dashboard, which kind of gives you a, a virtual view of things. So all those ideas are, are, are still kicking about, um, but Potfire's member is clearly the one that the DWP have been working on. There's quite a detailed draft implementation paper from DWP with a, with a nice deadline of um, autumn 2016. Um, but we're really just waiting for the DWP to say, yes guys, that's still the plan. And why, I mean, people have issues with Potfellows member that have, haven't gone away, I suppose. Henry, do you think you could talk us through what those issues are? Yeah, um, well every time there's a transaction, there is what's called friction. And friction equates to loss of cash. So basically, it's the member's money being scraped by any number of financial institutions who take um, the money in the form of brokerage or other charges uh, and gradually the member's money diminishes. Now unless POP follows member uh, can actually address this friction um, then members will uh, as a result of being uh, transferred from one place to another uh, lose out and that's not good news. So from our point of view um, we currently favour uh, the idea of a virtual aggregator or um, pension dashboard has been really beautifully put it um, where you can get the information from a number of financial institutions see them in one place uh, and uh, and only really have to um, aggregate uh, when you really have to rather than sort of having it done on an ad hoc basis um, without really very much consent on your part so you would say you don't need to physically aggregate you can do it all virtually and see it all in one place yeah and Ben what do you what do you think about that I think I'm I'm less concerned about the um, the cost of buying and selling in a pension fund. Pension funds buy and sell every day. Um, it's just part of the cost of running the pension scheme. I, I agree that the pension transfer process itself has to be improved um, to be able to keep the the costs of moving the money down. Um, but um, I I I think I think those are those are manageable. I think Potfellows member um, is 
is I think Pogba's amendment is a good idea mostly because it will be the foundation for, for improving the, the transfer process. It will make that flow of money possible, it will make it easy, it will make it quick, it will make it relatively cheap. Um, that's the key thing for me. I think it works for um, unengaged investors and that's where it's intended um, to, to focus, whereas obviously the pension dashboard assumes that you are engaged and you're going to look at stuff. Um, and I, and I, think, I think it would help people get engaged um, because if you get a, if you get a, uh, a letter saying we're going to aggregate this, this pension if you would like us to do so, that gets you into the idea of um, moving your pensions, which I think is a good idea because it encourages competition. It also means that the statement you get from your one pension provider gets bigger over time and I, I think there's evidence to suggest that if you have a bigger number at the bottom of your statement, you're, you're more likely to um, get engaged, think about where it's invested, think about whether you want to move it. So I, I can see the, the benefits of pension dashboard. In fact, we are, you know, we are helping that, that initiative as well. Um, but I think in some ways that, that that's kind of complementary um, and, 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 and helps at the, for the more engaged investor, perhaps at the, at the, at the later stage of, of, of people's working life. Um, and for both cases, you still have to solve the, the pension transfer problem. You need that open framework for, for pension transfers. Otherwise, none of this really works anyway. Well, what about the issue though of someone being so they're automatically moving mm-hmm. um, to a scheme which is less good? You could put it like that. Um, you talk about sort of engagement, but we know most people aren't engaged. Yes, yep. they might they might get engaged, I suppose, yep. if they get a letter, but they might not as well. How do you address that risk? So I mean, yeah, portfolio member is absolutely focused on uh, unengaged people. So 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 yes, um, it's only going to apply to. Um, pensions that are under 10k it's only going to apply to pensions that are still invested in the in the default fund um, you're as likely to win as you are to gain by by moving the moving the, that pension um, I think with the with the charge cap dictating what you can charge on a on a default fund there's probably pretty limited amount it will it will change mm-hmm. and because it's got to be under 10k I think, and, and all the discussions we've had with DWP and so on, the, the consensus has been actually that's a rather small amount of money, um, and actually aggregating it and getting people engaged is is, is more important. Um, you know, compared to the cost that all those small orphan pots leads on the industry, I, I think it's a relatively small concern. Can you? What do you think about that? Well, I think there's a lot of people who dispute that 10k is a small pot. And uh, we live in a real world where 10k is actually quite a big pot for a lot of people. And people need to be comforted um, that they're being looked after. And at the moment, I don't think that most people do feel that way about the pensions industry. So while I agree with Ben that it's, it's totally desirable that we have a system which aggregates and, and that people have a single view of their pension in one place and are able to draw down from one place, um, I want to make sure that before anything happens, yeah, there's a proper chance to explore uh, what is actually going on because there are so many people who can have their fingers in this particular pie and I don't want this to become just another bean fest for the financial services industry um, with the result that everyone gets a little bit more depressed about pensions and, and we lose out in terms of the, the, the big game which is to get adequacy for everyone. I think the last where we left things with Steve Webb before he uh, lost office was an opt-in system which is due to go live in autumn 2016. Are we too far down the road now of this that actually concerns like yours, Henry, and, and others in the industry are not going to get listened to because too much time and effort's already been spent? 
on the current system? Uh, I, I don't think that you're too far down the road. Uh, there's primary legislation in place to allow this to happen, but secondary legislation is needed uh, to make it happen. And so far, um, as with a number of Steve Webb's projects, we've yet to see just how much priority the DWP gives to this. Uh, don't forget there's another big project called CDC which is also trundling its way through. Um, will that see the later light of day? Um, no more likely or less likely I think than Pot Follows member uh, because at the end of the day um, Ros Altman has got diminished staff due to uh, government cuts uh, and there is um, an appetite uh, to get pension freedoms and auto-enrolment through almost uh, at all costs which could well mean that projects such as Potfollows member and indeed CDC could sadly you know, not make it to the light of day. So we wait and see. And I think it's very important that when we get Ros Altman's statement about what her priorities are, we recognise that she can't fund every single one of the projects which are currently in place. Ben, are you, are you hopeful there's going to be space on the table? Um, I, an awful lot of work has been done. Um, and I, I do think it'd be a shame to go back to square one and, and, and start again with something new. These pots are already building up, auto-enrolment is already there creating these, the, the, the challenge. Um, that's not to say that I, I definitely think DWP will do it. I think they've got a lot on their plate. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I can't wave the magic wand and, and make it happen. But what I think, what I think is really important to think about is, is if they don't do pot follows member, then please try and solve the pension transfer problem. Maybe the, 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 the Treasury consultation is, is going to be the answer to that. Um, but all the conclusions that the, that the, the, the great collaborative initiative that the DWP ran on, on Potfellows member, you know, the conclusions around the need for this open transfer framework being part of it, please don't lose sight of that. If we don't do Potfellows member, please don't lose sight of that. Drive it through by some other method. Otherwise, pension freedoms don't work. Pensions aren't competitive, and we, we have a we have a much more fundamental problem. Well, I think that is an impassioned plea <laughs> on which to end this. So, uh, I just want to say thanks to Ben, thanks Henry for coming in, and thank you for listening.